0: You're listening to Supermanager, the podcast for people who manage people and business with ideas, trends, and expert interviews to help you be a super manager.
1: Welcome to another episode of Supermanager Podcast. This week we're talking about side hustles. These are second-income sources. And I am here with my group of super friends. I have
2: Rick Shore from Legal Shield Business Solutions. We basically provide peace of mind for business owners and their employees. Awesome.
3: Joel Emery with Ignite Strategies. I serve as a sales systems architect for small and mid-sized businesses.
4: Cool. Natalie Meyer with Who Pays, and we are your benefits concierge, helping people to understand and maximize the benefits that they have in their package.
0: I'm Dr. Amy Narishkin with Empowering Partners. I'm a cultural intelligence strategist. So I come alongside and partner with organizations that want to either reach a broader market or hire people that look like the market they want to hire.
1: I'm Samantha Nays with CN Video. We do corporate video production. Joel, you brought up that before my generation, I feel so old, (laughs) just kind of worked a job and now you get a lot of, I've got a second job or I'm working multiple part-time jobs or things like that. I had an employee a couple of years ago that I hired as a lead videographer and editor. He did wedding videos on his own and then he came to work here as a videographer for corporate video. And he asked, can I still do wedding videos on the side while I'm working here? Because they're typically on Mm -hmm. weekends and this is during the week, so it shouldn't be a problem. And not only was it okay for him to do that, but we would periodically get phone calls from people that would say, Do you guys do weddings? And I would say, No, but I know somebody. Is that kind of what you meant by?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Uh, You know, there's also people who, for a variety of reasons, might patch together different Mm -hmm. sources of income. You know, they might intentionally by choice have different lines of income for mm-hmm. scheduling or family reasons or whatever the case may be. Like
4: driving for Uber, for you know, people yeah. are doing things a lot like of that, people doing that now. Yeah. you know, stuff of that sort. You know, so. people are selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace or people are doing, mm-hmm. you know, extra like cleaning jobs or they're
2: it's huge. Everybody has a side hustle.
4: Yeah, really?
3: Yeah.
2: Does Except parenting you.
4: count?
1: Except
2: me? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's you the, don't get paid the, for it. That's there's, that's the like
3: it. You know, there's the MLM world. Yeah, there's that whole area, too. So I've
2: got issues. some statistics we could actually talk about. Okay, yeah. what do you
3: got?
2: Well, you know, the 1099 is not the W-2. The W-2 is the conventional way to pay people. Mm-hmm. 1099 is independent right. associate right, right, kind right, of a right, relationship. Right. So in the year 2000, there were 2 million 1099s filed okay. with the IRS. 2 million. So in 2014, 20 million.
0: No
1: wow. Mm.
2: So there's a huge there growth yeah. in people being self-employed, if you will, or having a side gig or a side mm-hmm. hustle.
1: I think a lot of when we hire for video production, most of the applicants that are just out of college list their current employment as freelance videographer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of freelancers. It's not uncommon at all. In fact, I would say... Maybe seventy to eighty percent of the applicants we get are currently freelancers. I think there's
4: just so much more opportunity, and there's a site that I've used for some graphic work in the past and things of that sort. Which I think graphic designers, videographers, you know, I think a lot of those creative talents where you don't need someone full time, maybe. But I've used a site, Fiverr. It's like I've heard of that. Yeah, I've used that sometimes if I've needed. Have you had good luck with that? I've had great luck, in all honesty. I've used it for you know whether it's maybe a new line of products or something we've done, and maybe we need a little logo for it, or we like, need... Is that
2: five bucks? Is that the deal with Fiverr?
0: It or? usually starts oh. around $5. Oh, okay.
2: um,
4: mm-hmm. Some of
0: them... <laughs> Not my experience, but... Yeah, so, <laughs> well, I
4: mean, I have found things for $5. I know that you, it used to be if you wanted to get more likes or things like that on a Facebook page, mm-hmm. you could pay people to, you know, if you, wanted, you had a new page and you wanted to boost it up, or mm-hmm. I've seen people use it for graphic work. That's what I personally use it for if I've made maybe a new flyer or something like that or a new one-pager can be a great way to get a new perspective. Someone else's take, if you had someone maybe doing them, you're like, all right, it wants a different look.
1: It is interesting as we talk about this, I am seeing it more and more. There are a lot of people doing Fiverr, and then like you mentioned, Uber. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like the WAG and um, mm-hmm. Rover yeah. where people are pet sitting right on the side. Okay. And then also I get a lot of people that are voice talent they're putting their services into these online databases. and
3: Now, is there a difference between a freelancer and a side hustle?
4: I think to me, at least, and this is just my opinion, a side hustle applies maybe that this is something extra you're doing and maybe you have something else. A freelancer, that's how you work. That's how you collect your money. You're always freelance.
0: And, oh, by the way, I used Fiber to publish my book last January. Oh. So had great success. Now they're working on some, what are they called, one sheets or flyers, I think that's yeah. the term you used for huh. me, so... Yeah. Oh, and I think I'm working with somebody in Venezuela, and it's awesome.
4: Yeah, I've i had, I've had yeah. really great luck, and it's very affordable, and you can hire them through Fiverr to do extra stuff if you like them. Yeah,
0: for a solopreneur who's, yeah. who's just kind of starting out in her business.
1: Maybe that's why side hustles are becoming so popular because the services are so convenient for the rest of us. I've been traveling a lot, so I use Wagon Rover to help out mm-hmm. with pet care. I use Millie. Uber. Yeah, Millie. <laughs> I use Uber a lot yeah. when I travel. I mean, these, these services I'm using more and more, so.
3: Airbnb. I was going to say, one. that's what I was just mm-hmm. going to say, too. It connects yeah. the consumer directly with the provider and cuts out kind of that salesperson in the middle. mm mm-hmm. You know, Airbnb, Somebody's still making money. Airbnb is the that? biggest
2: provider of overnight accommodations in the U.S. Really?
4: Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's a great solution. I mm-hmm. mean, I was just in San Fran the other week, and obviously it's a really expensive city. Mm, yes. And the hotels are very costly, and I was there for a conference. Then my husband flew out there, and we were going to spend the weekend out there. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up just doing an Airbnb because it was just more affordable. And Frisco is one of those areas too, all the hotels are. Of at one part of town and not always it's a part of town you yeah. are staying yeah. so it kind of works out i'm
1: just catching on to that colin is doing some traveling for one of our clients arbitration association and we're looking up hotels and there are certain cities like san francisco is one la and new york mm-hmm. where hotels are just more expensive uh, and boston for some reason yeah
4: boston's really spent. nashville's the same way too yeah
1: and he said well have you thought about looking at airbnb and i'm like really
4: yeah
1: i hadn't thought of that but he's like oh yeah you can get a much better deal so it's just happening all around.
4: And I think it's just, an, obviously, things are getting more and more costly. And, and some people maybe don't want to have to have both people working all the time, but maybe someone's a stay-at-home mom, but they run the Airbnb or they do graphic work through Fiverr or something of that sort that it provides some independence for the family.
1: I guess if you don't need that long-term relationship with a provider, right, then it's very beneficial because they're always yeah. available. And sometimes when you have a steady provider, they can put you on the back burner and aren't quick right. to return phone calls and... With wag and rover, if I need somebody to take care of the pets, it's not a matter of going to my neighbors and saying, Are you available at this time? You know, can you it's like here's what I need, who's out there? I have my pick of people to choose from. Exactly. But the downside is if you really need to build that relationship, one of the reasons I don't use Wag and Rover as often is because I want somebody who knows Millie and I also have a bird, Abby, at home, who knows them and their habits and
0: Idiosyncrasy. Exactly, you know, kind of knows how to take care <laughs> of them instead of being those. a different
1: person. Not mm.
0: Millie. <laughs> Did I offend?
3: Oh, I, I think there could be a lot of different drivers that lead somebody to take up a side hustle. I mean, one of the biggest ones, as we know, is I mean, there's been a fair degree of wage stagnation for the past sure. couple of decades. And a lot of people coming right out of college, they're anticipating wage income at a certain level and it's mm-hmm. not there. Right. The opportunities right. aren't necessarily there. And so then they end up picking up one of these more formalized side hustles. So there's that. I also know a handful of people who they have a business on the side that you know, is more mm-hmm. of like what their passion is and what's something that excites sure. them, mm-hmm. that they monetize that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I have a good friend who runs a, an event space and then on the side she plans weddings just mm-hmm. for select clientele. I know somebody who he is primarily a restaurant manager, you know, a large chain of restaurants, uh, but on the side he and his wife have a boutique. Shirt manufacturing business. Mm -hmm. And so that's their side hustle. Mm -hmm. Personally, I mean, I I primarily do this sales and marketing work with a handful of clients. Then on the side, I do woodworking for people just for fun. People -hmm. people who like it are going to appreciate it. Not a lot of it, but just enough to do it.
1: There are two things that come to mind listening to what you're talking about. Two different reasons, I guess, for side hustles. One, in the examples that you gave... It seems like the person has a passion, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily going to pay the bills. So they've got their full-time gig that where they get the paycheck, they pay the bills, and then they have a side gig that allows them a little extra income, It allows them to do what they're really passionate about. Right. On the flip side of that, you have people that are doing the side gigs just for money because right. they need additional revenue. And so they're definitely doing that to pay the bills. And then,
3: then the last reason I see is people who, for whatever family reason, they need to have that degree of flexible schedule. Right. Uh, I know personally one of the reasons yeah. that mm-hmm. I have a variety of different clients as opposed to a full-time Engagement anywhere is I have a child with special needs and it gives me the flexibility to plan around that for mm-hmm. 3 p.m. consistent activities that if I had a 9 to 5 mm-hmm. wouldn't be an option. Or I know that I might get a phone call from school and have to go at 10:30 a.m. period end yeah, of story. Yeah. And if you're in an office you can't necessarily do that. Yeah. So while I wouldn't describe what I do as a company as necessarily side hustles I've deliberately structured what I do to have that flexibility yeah. in order to Take care right. of my children,
2: right? I think it's I think it's financial freedom and time freedom. Mm-hmm. Time freedom seems to be the most attractive part of sure. this side hustle gig economy that we're living in. So they said, and I've got more statistics. I'm just this just statistic guy, guy today. today. Awesome. So <laughs> I yeah, and <laughs> so, so, um, datum veritas. Yes, <laughs> there you go. So and we have some cultural differences with the side hustle business too that you could probably speak to amy but most people in the beginning in january so you know everybody looks at the year ahead and what's mm-hmm. going to happen so 44 million americans in 2019 said they're going to start a new job they're going to start a side job they're going right. to find another revenue stream because they just believe that the there is no job security anymore
4: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, you know, like my dad worked for the same company for 45 right, years right. or whatever, was going to retire, going to get his. It just doesn't happen anymore. Most right. people change jobs every three years. Which
0: is ironic with a 3.9% unemployment rate, mm-hmm. but there's no job security. Yeah. It's, it's it, a is, strange
2: it is a strange economy. It is kind of odd. But so out of those 44 million that say they're going to start a new job, only really 1% of them do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there is. The barriers to entry right. you know there's cost barriers there's you know you got to have a product you got to have a service you got to have something to sell or something to do or something to provide so that's where the mlm thing comes in and that's why that grows you know mm-hmm. people selling nutrition people selling vitamins people yeah. selling legal services what's well, mlm know, like a multi-level marketing thank you. Mm-hmm. thank you so because they have the company they have the passion so they want to help people sure But We see a lot of people in my industry, but you don't have to start the whole thing. You don't have a big investment. Mm -hmm. You don't have a big downside. So, you know, a lot of juice plus people out there.
4: Yeah. It's a good stuff, Mm -hmm.
2: you know, but the third leg of that stool doesn't always work out. They have to have a system. They have to have a way to operated. So that's why well, that they need Joel, right drops out. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they need, need Joel.
1: And what comes to my mind is the whole chicken and the egg thing because you're talking about people taking these side gigs because of lack of job security. And I wonder if there's more turnover as a result of it. Somebody takes a full time job and they're like, you know what, I don't need this. I'm going to do my own mm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so is that
0: why companies are experiencing ghosting?
1: Ghosting and turn yeah. Do you know do you what know is that it's term-
0: no. when somebody takes a job and then doesn't show up yep.
2: uh, for work? Like ever like
0: they ever, just it's yeah. something that my husband's company—they've—they've they've hired people and then they get ghosted. It—it it is. It's becoming That's a crazy. big problem.
1: Like they get a better offer somewhere else or their existing company, yeah. and they just don't show up. And they don't yeah.
4: let and they're people too know. Chicken to call and say, "Hey, thanks for the offer, but that something right. else came up," yeah. yeah. or yeah. whatever reason.
1: Haven't been taught the proper etiquette. Yeah, or, yeah.
4: exactly. Just say thank hmm. you, but no thank you. Yeah.
2: I, I think most of these side hustles, though, are supplementary I to agree. jobs versus. The dream is the vision is that they will get big enough right that i could quit my job and i can be my own boss do you
1: Absolutely. have stats on how often that happens
2: i do not <laughs> 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 but i'll get them for you
4: i think yeah. it's something everyone yeah i agree i think yeah. that's where something you were talking about doing your woodworking i've always done some personal styling on the side and it's something that maybe it's like a creative outlet you know you and mm-hmm. i both work in more of a business sense so i need something that has a creative release that just right, mm-hmm. you know, taps mm-hmm. into that. But it's one of those things, sure, if something grew, maybe I'd consider, but it's, I think one of those things. You, you think, think it's, it's that, that
2: entrepreneurial spirit? Do you think people yes. have a desire to sort of do their own thing?
0: I think they want to know not really they be
2: in a structured environment. I'd be
0: curious to know if that's an American mm-hmm. way of thinking mm-hmm. or?
2: Well, th- I'm glad you brought that up because
0: <laughs> actually
2: 57% <laughs> of uh, entrepreneurs <laughs> In the United States, are African Americans
0: interesting?
2: It's interesting. A quarter
0: of all immigrants. uh, Sorry, a quarter of all new business in the United States is is seventy-three percent.
2: Seventy-three percent Hispanics. Seventy percent Asians. Fifty-five percent of whites say they prefer to run their own business. So we actually don't want to be closing our borders, and we don't. We don't (laughs) want to be cutting people out. Is it
1: cultural, or is it the fact that the people that actually have the spirit to travel to a different country? have it, the same have the same courage to start their own business. That's a good
2: question and I think a lot of the immigrants to the US don't have come from having a certain amount of income and the only way they can replicate that is by starting their own business, by running their own business. Yeah. I think that's one financial factor.
0: Well, and the other, another factor is they don't speak the language. And also a CPA, for example, in Venezuela or Mexico isn't necessarily going okay. to be able to be that here because right. they haven't passed right. the American version of the bar or mm-hmm. the medical exam. Mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. So it's another barrier that could start as a side hustle. My work started as, right. as a side hustle, and it's evolving into... I was just facilitating multi-ethnic conversations, and I realized that there was a, mm. a need in the community, sure. and it became like... This is cool. This is work. <laughs> I thought it was just fun. But it fun. doesn't feel
3: like work. It's right, just something it's awesome. you like to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, for some of us that have side hustles, so whether myself with woodworking or friend with wedding planner or right. you know, people with the shirt business or you with the styling, there's something, you know, liberating about doing that sure. work. But if you mm. make it too much of what you do, then it takes the fun out of it. So, you know, so mm. finding that little that balance line <coughs> okay. uh, in there.
1: That's a big problem in video production. People go through four years of college to do video production because it's fun. And then they realize that when you're doing it for someone else, by someone else's specifications and not for yourself... Oh
0: no. It's work. It's different. Yes, it's
1: actually work. Yeah. But I'm wondering how all of this is going to affect the corporate environment. Are we talking about a change to where we have fewer corporations? Are we talking about companies having to change to provide some of this additional stimulation, like allowing so. accountants to do some sort of woodworking project mm-hmm. within the company? <laughs> you know, how do you... Mm-hmm. Is the whole culture going to change to where there are fewer bigger companies or is the company going to change to?
0: I would suggest the shift is already happening. My yeah. daughter mm-hmm. works in New York City with uh, Business Insider and there are pool tables <laughs> for uh, those, those younger uh-huh. folks right yep. there oh, yeah. right in the lunchroom. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it, the they culture is they want
2: time flexibility, Yeah, they want yeah. to be able to kind of work at their own sure. whenever yeah. they want to work. Yeah, my You've daughter
0: Abby's 24 and she has unlimited vacation with Business Insider, but what's really <laughs> interesting is it's really about three or four weeks yeah. that everybody ends up taking at the most mm-hmm. and you still have to get your work done, mm-hmm. but it gives mentally this kind of room mm-hmm. that she really mm-hmm. enjoys. So I think the culture is shifting. Yeah. I think so,
2: too. And yeah. I think, you know, more work from home, more capability yeah. of doing things remotely. Yeah. You've got to have a ping pong table or a
1: pool table. <laughs> That's a
2: mandatory. basketball hoop. <laughs> basketball hoop yep. is mandatory. Or
1: Millie.
2: Mm. Millie dog. <laughs> or bring your pet That's right, to bring work. Bring your yeah.
1: pet to work. Yeah. Does anybody have a horror story having to do with side hustles? You're laughing, Rick. Something <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> No,
2: but you always something? ask for a horror story. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, I'll okay. have to He think was ready for minute. you. Yeah. No, no horror
3: statistics. <laughs> <a> wh- <laughs> no day. statistics on it. I have a story that I've heard about. Uh, okay. Uh, so not firsthand knowledge, but somebody who was an executive at a manufacturing company, and he was involved constantly in some MLM or another as a side hustle, mm-hmm. and that was fine. Except he would try to bring. Both vendors and clients of the manufacturing company into his MLM, oh. ah. and he was really crossing over that line. And after mm-hmm. years oh, of doing yeah. it, he got let go for sure. crossing that line repeatedly.
1: His manufacturing clients do not want Avon, <laughs>
0: so quit <finding laughs> selling it to them.
3: So I mean, you definitely have to figure out where those lines are, especially on that MLM thing. You know, to the point of you know, people see you coming and oh no, it's the juice guy again. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, own it do it but uh you know figure out the way to navigate that so it doesn't damage your social credibility too
0: thanks for listening to super manager by cn video production visit our website at cn-video.com for additional episodes and lots of super manager resources or give us a call at 314 video me